Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in, Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fabulous Monday, wherever you may be across this great country or great land, especially all of you on YouTube. Click like and subscribe. I love all of you and your support for the program. Uh, I've got Fox News coming up in like 25 minutes with Martha McCollum. So I'm going to roll through really fast here uh, all the big topics over the weekend. A little bit of an update. I will be in New York City Thursday and Friday uh, of this week. So Outkick Show, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll be on Clay and Buck all week. Lots of Fox News. I'm going to be on, in fact, if you're in New York City and you want to come watch the Sean Hannity Show live, uh, I'm going to be on a live show uh, with Sean Hannity uh, in New York City. I believe Fox News gives you free tickets. So if you happen to be in the New York City area or you're going to be there on vacation, Thursday of this week, I'll be one of the guests for the live Sean Hannity show, and those tickets are free. You can come watch them on 6th Avenue in uh, New York City. Uh, okay, uh, several different things. Welcome, Charlie Arnault. Uh, she is now uh, the newest employee of OutKick. We've got a lot of good momentum that we are building at OutKick, uh, and she is going to be part of a morning show uh, that we're going to start on OutKick. You'll be able to start your day uh, with OutKick and go all the way through Tommy in the evening. Uh, she's going to be a tremendous asset to the company. So uh, thanks uh, to everybody getting that deal done. It was announced today. Here we continue with massive growth at OutKick. She's going to be a tremendous asset to our company. A uh, bunch of different things that are out there. Uh, congratulations, Jalen Hurts. $255 million contract. million guaranteed. And I screenshotted this because I thought it was so incredibly interesting. The highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL in new money average per year. This is from Field Yates. Jalen Hurts is going to be making $51 million a year. Aaron Rodgers, $49 million. Kyler Murray, $46.1 million. Deshaun Watson, $46 million. Patrick Mahomes, $45 million. Those are the highest on a per-year average in the NFL right now. Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes. Four out of five of those quarterbacks are black, okay? So I am not a let's-analyze-everything-from-a-race-perspective guy you'll know that I am a believer in individual talent and in the meritocracy itself. How are the race baiters going to explain that the NFL is super racist when four of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes are all black? Kind of slays the narrative that the NFL is racist against black quarterbacks, doesn't it? And it slays the narrative in general. What I've been arguing for a long time, sports is the last refuge of the meritocracy. The best man or woman, note I did not say 
the best man who identifies as a woman. I said the best man or the best woman wins. And the more you win and the more talented you are, the more money you make. Uh, And that is as it should be. Capitalism has lifted more people out of poverty than any form of, uh, of, of monetary uh, implementation in human history. And a big part of capitalism and success in America is wedding it to the meritocracy. So congratulations to Jalen Hurts to go from being benched. I was at that game against Georgia because the Alabama offense was ineffective to then lose your job to Tua Tagovailoa to have to transfer to Oklahoma, to have everybody say you were never going to develop into an elite passing quarterback, to put your head down, to perform as a second-round draft pick as he did with the Eagles this past year all the way up through the Super Bowl. It is an incredible testament to Jalen Hurts' steadfast belief in himself, to his willingness to work harder, and to his effort and his toughness, and his tenacity, but also to the meritocracy. Congratulations to Jalen Hurts from going, getting benched on the public stage of the national championship game, being replaced by Tua, sent to a new school, to ending up as right now the highest paid quarterback in the history of the NFL. That is a phenomenal story. It is one that should be trumpeted far and wide. It is why the NFL is and always has been one of the great examples of meritocracy in our country and why I believe that ultimately we should make America look more like sports instead of trying to make sports look more like America. Identity politics has no business in sports. Best man or woman wins. You notice I said best man or woman. Bud Light is still panicked over their decision to give a man... Uh, with a penis, dressing up as a woman, their beer to endorse. Not just Bud Light, by the way. It's also Nike. Uh, And I asked you guys this question last night. I said, which one is worse? Nike putting a guy with legit cock and balls in women's leggings and also a sports bra and trying to convince women that they should buy Nike apparel or Bud Light putting uh, this, this trans person on the beer can and encouraging people uh, to go drink Bud Light. Um, and I think it's Nike. And I said that. My wife is super fired up about this because they put a man without boobs inside of a sports bra and tried to argue uh, that women should buy that product instead. And Haley Karania, one of our funny uh, Outkick employees, has been tweeting for multiple days now asking uh, Nike to give her a jockstrap endorsement uh, because she does not have a penis, but she will still try to sell uh, jockstraps to the best of her ability since uh, a man can sell a sports bra even though he doesn't have boobs. Um, but the panic at Bud Light is more real than Nike because Bud Light has more of a blue-collar audience because it is more male and because the reaction has been more fervent and angry in uh, their marketplace. And I say... Pour on more steam. Add more anger. Make fun of anybody who orders a Bud Light. Make fun of anyone who contemplates getting a Bud Light because this has to be a message. Look, what Bud Light should do, 
what I would do if I was a marketer was I would try to appeal to every single person of every persuasion in America. I'd talk to Democrats. I'd talk to Republicans. I'd talk to independents, gay, straight, white, black, Asian, Hispanic. I want all of you to want to drink my beer. Because 100% of the addressable marketplace, that is everybody over the age of 21, that's the way to get back your audience. Apologize for neglecting part of your audience. Say you're going to now be trying to appeal to the entire scope of America. Republicans, Democrats, as I said, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, gay, straight, trans, non-trans, all of them. And maybe you could get past this ridiculousness and people would support you more going forward. Because the truth of the matter is, the advertising industry is the wokest industry in all of America. Even worse, yes, than sports media. And so what's happened is, the left has simultaneously decided they're going to try to take away people's shows by destroying their advertising marketplace, while simultaneously saying, I don't know why you care, it's just one ad, So they want to have far left-wing ads, and when they're called out over it, they go after any of these brands that advertise on conservative radio. By the way, we have the biggest radio show in the country. We've got huge audiences. Fox News has more people watching every night uh, than MSNBC and CNN combined. The whole half of the country uh, is a pretty substantial audience. So as you break all this down... Become aware of exactly what's going on. Bud Light stepped in it. I think there need to be consequences because advertisers need to understand, brands need to understand that they should be trying to outreach to everyone as opposed to just talking to the far left wing in this country and trying to make them happy. I don't believe in cancel culture, but I do believe in trying to reach everyone and treating everybody in the addressable marketplace the same. And by the way, that's what I do for a living. I talk to as big of an audience as possible. Some of you out there uh, are probably going to end up listening to my podcast with Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, to his credit, has a podcast. I went on and spent over an hour with him. Uh, I don't run and hide from my opinions. As you all well know, I will talk to people on a variety of different perspectives across the political persuasion. I got banned by ESPN. I got banned by CNN. I didn't ban them. MSNBC refuses to have me on. Now, I can't do it now because I'm a paid Fox contributor, uh, but I'm not opposed to going on a wide variety of platforms and talking to people of all different sorts of backgrounds, whether they agree or disagree with me. The only thing I would request, and I give credit to Stephen A. for what I think was a really good conversation. I'm going to have him uh, on the Wins and Losses podcast. That's the plan at some point. But I give credit to Stephen A. for being Uh, interested in talking to somebody uh, different political persuasion potentially than him. Um, And what I would say in general about this is you should have way more of this. And by and large, it's not right-leaning or conservative or middle-of-the-road people that have an issue when somebody with a divergent political perspective comes on. It's only the far left. And I would just ask you this. If you are so convinced that your opinions are correct, and that your worldview is the right one. Why are you so challenged by the idea of having to defend it? Right? I don't run and hide. I appreciate Stephen A. for having me on. I was happy to do it. If Bill Maher wants to have me on, love to do it. Joe Rogan wants to have me on, love to do it. If The View 
wanted to have me on. I would roll right into the view and sit on their stage and take all of the negative feedback that I would get from their audience because I would say exactly what I believe. Some people would agree with me. Some people would disagree with me. That's life. That used to be common. Why doesn't it happen more often? And so I think a lot of you will go listen to the Stephen A podcast. He talked about how he's good friends with Sean Hannity. I think he's done Mark Levine's show several times in the past. I know he's done Fox News. Good credit for Stephen A. Um, I think there should be more of that. And I was happy to do his podcast. I hope people enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, and I hope uh, there will be more ideas of cross-pollination like that going forward as opposed to less because I think everybody getting out of their ideological silos is important. And I'll just say I do this all the time in my own life. There's a reason I read the New York Times cover to cover. There's a reason why I'm a Washington Post subscriber. I know what people on the left wing in this country argue. I don't think you can be convinced that your opinion is correct unless you fully expose yourself to people who disagree with you. That's how the marketplace of ideas works. That's what I personally believe in. Uh, And so I'd encourage you guys, I retweeted it. Uh, You can go find it certainly on Stephen A's. Uh, podcast. It's up on YouTube. I'd encourage all you guys to go check that out. Uh, Over the weekend, uh, I went, I was very excited uh, to take my 12-year-old and my 8-year-old to go meet Donald Trump in Nashville. He was here for the RNC. And let me be clear about this. I think my hometown of Nashville blew it when they rejected the Republican National Convention from taking place in 2024 in Nashville. Republicans wanted to have their convention here in Nashville. Uh, Republicans were happy to do it. They would have spent hundreds of millions of dollars to do their convention here in Nashville. Instead, Democrats, far left-wing lunatics on the Nashville uh, Metro Council, fought against that, and it went to Milwaukee instead. So first of all, congratulations to Milwaukee. You guys deserve the Republican National Convention because even though you're a Democrat city, you understood that big events for a city help the city's brand, and it made a lot of sense to do. And so I give credit to Milwaukee, but I'm really disappointed that my hometown of Nashville rejected it. But there was an RNC meeting in Nashville this past weekend, downtown Nashville. The Trump campaign reached out, said, hey, why don't you come by, come see uh, President Trump. And I appreciate President Trump. He, I had not gotten to introduce my 8-year-old or my 12-year-old. That picture is out there on Instagram. It's out there uh, on OutKick. I think it's up at clayandbuck.com uh, as well. Uh, I appreciate President Trump being so good with my 8- and 12-year-olds. I was honored to introduce them to President Trump. My oldest son had already met him, uh, so that didn't end up happening. Uh, but credit uh, out there for that event. Hey, Clay Travis here. Hope you guys are enjoying OutKick. The show will have more coming back next. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, Alex Berenson, thanks to President Trump. Uh, I believe, by the way, he played golf with 
uh, with Kid Rock, with John Daly, and uh, and one or two other people here in Nashville during the day before that. Alex Berenson has filed a very important lawsuit against Pfizer, against uh, Joe Biden, and our government alleging that our government conspired in conjunction with the big drug companies, Pfizer in particular, to keep Alex Berenson from being able to share negative efficacy of the COVID shot, which overwhelmingly Americans have now rejected because it is worthless. Um, And we just had a big discussion about that lawsuit with Alex Berenson. Now, uh, I think it's interesting. The New York Times won't cover the Alex Berenson lawsuit. Washington Post won't cover it. CNN, by and large, won't cover it either. They're all obsessively covering the Fox News Dominion lawsuit, which is scheduled to start tomorrow. Now, we discussed that lawsuit on Clay and Buck, but I would ju- and Twitter files as well. None of those outlets will cover it. The power that media has today, by and large, is in choosing which stories to cover and which to ignore. That is where the true power in media lies as we speak at this time. The Alex Berenson lawsuit is a massively important one. The idea of the government conspiring with a for-profit drug company to to eliminate critics of that drug company so that the drug company's product can make more money. Remember, Pfizer made around $70 billion so far from the COVID shot, a shot that is virtually worthless a couple of months after it is taken. This is the very essence of what should terrify us. The idea of the government in concert with a for-profit drug company being captured and using its power to eliminate the First Amendment rights to a large extent of critics of the government's drug policy is the very essence of what actual independent media should care about. Instead, it's being mostly ignored. But I would encourage you to pay attention to that lawsuit. You're interested in my thoughts on the Dominion versus Fox News lawsuit. Second hour of uh, the Clay and Buck show went into it in some detail. Basically, I think from a legal perspective, Dominion doesn't really have a case. Now, it may take a while to go through the uh, court uh, appeals, and we'll see what a jury, in the event that the case goes to a jury in Delaware, ends up deciding because it is an important First Amendment case. But based on the precedent of Times v. Sullivan, I don't think it's a particularly difficult case to reconcile under existing First Amendment jurisprudence. And again, from a legal perspective, I don't think that Dominion has any claim whatsoever. But again, that's my legal analysis. You can look at that uh, as it moves forward. Finally, one of my favorite shows, and i got to hop off here because I've got to go do uh, television uh, with Fox News here momentarily. One of my favorite shows out there is Succession. I didn't think this season could be as good as it has been. Through four episodes, Succession is making a case. Just a case, but it's making a case. May rise to my favorite show of all time. That's how good season four has been. We're four episodes through. Can the final six episodes, can Succession land the plane? Can they avoid the disaster that was Game of Thrones? Can they avoid the mess of so many shows out there? I didn't love the end of Sopranos. Can they put it all together 
and land the plane, stick the landing effortlessly if they can. Maybe my favorite show of all time. All right. I love all of you. I got to go hop on Fox News. Uh, my name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. Congratulations, Charlie Arnault, for joining OutKick. More great hires coming your direction. Thank you for all the support of OutKick. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP.